Letters from a Lonely Flyboy is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis. Thank you for joining us as we continue on this journey as described by our father through his letters home. In this episode, the letters in this episode began on September 23rd, 1961. And I'm going to start by reading letter number 38. Saturday, 23 September. Hi, honey. Won't be long now till the dolly is two years old. Hardly seems possible. Sure do miss her. Another Saturday gone. Haven't done a thing this afternoon. Another rainy day, which means that the driving range will probably be closed tomorrow. I'm supposed to be on call tomorrow anyway, but I doubt that anything will come of it. I got a letter again today. I just don't know what to do about staying here. Guess I just won't fool with it. Colonel Price said to say hello to the Sowers next time you see them. He seems like a really good type. I'm afraid that he'll be frustrated over here, though, like so many of the rest of us. Too bad. I still haven't gotten anything to mail the painting of of Kelly in, I guess it'll be Tuesday before I can get one of those round cardboard things. It's not good, but I don't want it torn up either. Finishing this by flashlight, the electricity is off again and doesn't look like it's coming back on. Been off for 30 minutes now. Going to bed. I love you. C. So there's our shortest letter yet. (laughs) I can't blame him because he doesn't want to try to write by flashlight. He mentions it's a month until my second birthday, and uh, a little bit more about uh, Colonel Price and the Sowers, and trying to get the painting mailed and writing by flashlight. So not a whole lot to discuss in this one. Have you got anything to add? No, it just it sounds like I'm, I'm going to guess that there's probably a thunderstorm or something because yeah. he talks about it raining so much, and the electricity uh, being off, um, and I'm sure that was relatively common for those guys. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Well, he mentions it quite a bit. Um, all right. Would you please read letter number 39? Okay, here we go. And this letter is dated September 24, Sunday. <clears throat> Hi, honey. Sure glad this day is gone. Haven't done a thing except sit around. Even the crossword puzzle was too tough for me today. Did spend a pleasant hour or so in the steam room and massage routine. Other than that, it's been a total loss. Not even my mail, though sure can't complain, and I still get more than any of the other troops. The electricity here in this building, loosely used term, was still off <laughs> this morning when I went to breakfast. Oh. Nights are turning quite cool. Seems as though it went right from hot to pretty cool. Have had one blanket on my bed and used it occasionally. Last night, I woke up really cold and had to get the other one. Almost everyone here has a cold, it appears, from the rapid change. Hasn't got to me yet, and naturally, I don't care if it passes me by. Some of the troops have got some real dillies. Should have gone to the movie tonight. Seems like it was too far and too much trouble. They run buses, but they're really not dependable, and it really becomes a heck of a walk up this hill we live on if there isn't a bus. I stayed here and read instead. Never did get called to work. Probably should have gone down and done some anyway, but decided to hell with it. <laughs> Tomorrow's another day, and the problem won't run away. Wish it would. Guess I'll hit the pad. Didn't mean to read so long before I started to write. Sure do miss you, you and your friends. I love you, see. So we get some more about the unreliable electricity. Yeah. And so the weather changed So much so it didn't come on in the morning either. <laughs> no, it was, gone, it was out all night. No wonder he was freezing. So the weather yeah. changed pretty quickly from hot to cold, it sounded like. It sounds like it, yeah. It's interesting because I thought he mentioned that blanket. I thought, well, you know, the electric blanket, but that wouldn't do you much good without electricity. No, no, they tend to be unreliable in those circumstances other than just a plain old blanket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like going to the movie is a whole lot more trouble than it might be worth. Yeah, it looks like it's quite an outing. Um, again, if you can depend on the buses, um, apparently not, it's not too bad, but yeah. like he said, uh, they're... Not all that dependable, and so <laughs> kind of like the electricity. <laughs> feel like walking up a hill just to go home. Yeah, well, in the the extreme hot or the extreme cold, it wouldn't be uh, yeah. any fun in either circumstances. Okay, then I am going to go on and read our very next letter, number forty. Okay, and this one is dated Monday, twenty five September. Hi, honey. I'm not supposed to get any mail today, so naturally, I got two letters from you. I, again, was the only one in the office to get mail. Colonel Duncan was asking the airman who picked up the mail what I've got that he doesn't have. I won't bother to tell him. Had to go back to work tonight to listen to a briefing that General Hutchison is going to give General Smart. I had made some comments on the thing, all bad, and spent a couple of hours explaining them. Hutchison is not too happy. I don't know for sure whether it's because of me personally. I'm sure that... It, this is a contributing factor, or that he's got himself into an area that he knows extremely little about. I had thought Dink would be playing tackle. I understand the game with flags. It's not really football, but should be fun, and of course not nearly so rough, though you can get hurt. I think he'll probably enjoy it, though. Sure feel sorry for Colonel McGill losing those airplanes. I'm, I know he must feel, and I'm sure 
the old worry. Let's see. Am I reading that sentence right? I know how he must feel, and I'm sure the old worry about getting fired because of it must be in the back of his mind. That's about the first thing they do these days. Sorry about the art class, but maybe they'll straighten it out. Pleased to hear about your mother's prospects. I'm sure she'll be happier if she can get into a decent place. I'm sure it's best all around. Meant to ask about the Hughes and kept forgetting. Sounds like they are facing a problem, too, though I thought that in this type of job, he wouldn't have that problem. Sure feel for them, even though I can't quite reach them. I have a problem of my own. Sure miss you and the troops. I love you. C. So I love this comment about Colonel Duncan in the first paragraph. What have I... <laughs> What have I got, you know, that he, or you know, what he's got that I haven't got or whatever. <laughs> he won't bother to tell him. Yeah. Uh, Maybe so Dad, he's not writing as often. Evidently not. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's probably a huge contributing factor. Maybe he doesn't have anybody to write to. I don't know. So Dad's uh, having to explain his comments to the general about the presentation he was pretty negative about uh, what was in there, evidently, but uh, I sure wish we knew some specifics about that. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, I think um, it sounds like, um, you know, they were some um, some planning document, um, in writing the planning document, and um, uh, General Hutchison, of course, is going to uh, present it to his boss, General Smart. So dad having probably more tactical experience than a lot of these people um, had had made some statements and Hutchison didn't really understand it, but he needs to he needs to find out because <laughs> he's going to have to be doing the explaining when they talk to General Smart. Why he wouldn't take one of the staff people with him, um, I'm not sure I understand, but, but um, um, I guess that's not what they were going to do. So, yeah, he's he's just, he's got to make sure he he um, understands everything so he can present it um, reasonably well. Making maybe some kind of sense while he's talking about the, talking to the other general. That makes sense. Right. So did you like playing flag football? I did. Um, it was interesting. I, you know, that was the only option, of course, there because... Um, it wasn't uh, high school yet. I wasn't quite in high school yet, so... Um, but that, that, um, you know, it was exercise and, and, um, it was, um, athletics and, and so it was fun, fun to do and. Oh, good. So I wonder about, uh, the comment with Mr. or with the, with McGough and the, and how he lost the airplanes. Oh, Magoo. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I just don't know the story, but apparently, um, um, somehow or other, they lost some airplanes, and of course they, you know, you want to blame the the wing commander. So, um, Lovely. Uh, he's the one that's yeah, he's the one that's going to have to deal with that problem. Okay, so it sounds like grandmother is uh, finding her own place to live. 
Yeah, and that, of course, was the plan all along. I don't know how that plan went awry. I do know that it's about this time that they found a little uh, little apartment for her, and she moved out and lived there um, on her own. She had her car there and everything, so, you know, we I mean, we saw a lot of her. And also, we had a lot of relatives in Phoenix at the time, uh, cousins and what have you, uh, grandma. And, um, so, you know, there were... Um, there were places for her to go, people for her to see, and and so um, and mom, I'm sure, was relieved to to be back to her um, uh, small family. You know, she and I and and you, yeah. uh, rather than the extended situation. Well, I know she uh, was. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know exactly what day, but I know it was about this time, roughly, that she moved out and had her own place. Yeah, that's good. I know mom was uh, was greatly relieved by that oh yeah do you know it looks like mom was taking an art class right right um, and i do remember that she did take take an art class while we were living in phoenix yeah. she took several throughout the you know my my growing up years too she oh, did yeah. love to take she loved to paint and uh oh, yeah. and took a lot of classes and uh and just loved it oh yes and had a knack for it if she sure did yes yeah, I still got a painting of hers hanging in my house. Yeah. Do we know who the Hughes? Did you know who the Hugheses are and what the problem you was? You know, I, I heard the name, but no, I okay. don't. I don't recall well enough to, um, uh, you know, to, to know what to what problem he might be referring. So. Okay. All right, then we have one more letter for this episode, uh, letter number 41. All right, so this letter is dated September 27. It's a Wednesday, and it reads, Hi, honey. Sorry I didn't get to write yesterday. They flew a bunch of us up to Seoul late yesterday afternoon for a hurry-up meeting with a group of the mag types there. Didn't get up till almost 11 p.m., it was after 0100, 1 o'clock in the morning, before we got back. Those guys all think I'm nuts, but I've at least succeeded <laughs> in getting General Hutchinson to listen to me and have him about three-quarters convinced that I'm right. Still don't know if what I'm driving at will work. I'm afraid it's almost too late to undo some things that some jerks or jerk or jerks have already started. Mm. Got letters from you both yesterday and again today. Uh, I've Sure feel sorry for Colonel Magoo. I know how he feels. Sure hope it doesn't cost him his job for more reasons than one. If he hasn't started working on getting me assigned there, I sure do want him to, and he can't very well do it if he isn't there. Sure hope you have gotten the movies by now and that they are on the way. Sure sounds like she's talking up a storm. As I said before, I'll bet movies of the movie taking would really be a scream. Flew both, both this morning and tonight again. Have also turned down several other flights I couldn't make because of the workload. Have flown about 25 hours this month, mostly at night. But don't mind at all. Sure hope this keeps up, but I'm afraid it won't. Have the painting of Kelly ready to mail tomorrow. Also have another picture I had made. It's actually an enlargement transferred to glass and then colored. It's really nice. Another $3 might make good Christmas presents. You can keep the painting or throw it away. <laughs> sure do miss you, all of you, uh, all of you and all of you. I love you. <laughs> See. 
So it sounds like the generals are starting to, uh, he's starting, dad's starting to get the attention of the generals as far as making some sense to them as far as his comments go. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of interesting because um, he said that Hutchison is starting to listen um, to him. And the thing about it is, is it doesn't do much good to have a staff if he doesn't listen to what they have to say. Certainly not. No, he, at least he feels like his, his work is being valued a little bit at this point, which is I, maybe the first we've heard of that. Right. Uh, I, like, I like the sound of it. Um, what does uh, Colonel Magoo have to do with Dad's assignment, do you know? Well, it's one of the possibilities he had about uh, for getting out of the job he's in there in Korea. Um, and um, this Magoo probably, I think, think would have been on Okinawa, um, the wing commander there. And so, you know, he's trying anybody he knows and can find that might be able to um, uh, pull some strings and get him moved to a job that he could, where he can fly and, and, and then he would, uh, he would really like to do. Okay. Um, so he's saying that he hopes Magoo survives this problem with the, uh, the airplanes so that he'll still be there. And so that if he's still there, he might very well still be able to pull some strings and get dad moved over there. Okay. So he mentions, um, the, that the movies of the movie taking would be a real scream. Um, do, do they have two cameras or does mom have two cameras? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> okay. I, I don't <laughs> think we ever got two cameras okay. or if we did, it was only temporary and they were checked out from the, uh, the air force base. Uh, you know, they didn't buy them. Um, she just, she could, she could check one out and use it. And, and it's like going to the library, but it's just for uh, stuff, equipment. Um, um, and, um, I uh, I don't know that it ever became much of an issue as far as making movies of the making uh, the movie taking. I do know we made movies. Oh yeah, I know. Whoops. I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing them way after the fact. Yeah. Okay, and do you remember the 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 other picture on glass that Dad's talking about the three dollar ones? I um. I do not know, uh, remember it. No, um, they, I, it, he mentions it's a, uh, what's an enlargement and was transferred then to glass and then colored. And the picture that we have of you is on silk, right? but it's colored. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, um, I didn't really understand that reference, but I, I don't know whatever happened to that if it survived. Because um, I don't recall seeing it. No, that's not something I recall either. Okay, anything else for the good of this episode? Well, he's, he said he got about 25 hours in September, which, of course, is what he needs for a quarter. Oh, yeah. So anything that he needed for July, August, and September, he would, um, he would, definitely, have, he would definitely have gotten his allotment of hours that are necessary. Yeah. Um, he mentioned he hope it keeps up, but he's afraid it won't. Of course, because what what happens is when once he starts getting sufficient hours to maintain his status, then they're gonna be giving some of those opportunities to other people. Yeah, so he knows he's not gonna get to fly as much, and that's def- definitely disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, listeners, for uh, joining us today. Please join us next time when Dad does get his first movies from home. If you have any comments or feedback from us, um, 
Any feedback you'd like to share, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or at our new email, letters from a lonely flyboy at gmail.com. Be sure to give us a rate and review on Apple Podcast if you can, and uh, listen to us on uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Amazon. Um, and be sure to sub- subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. That's going to do it for this episode. Did you have something else that you were going to say, Clint? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I I thought maybe I might have interrupted you. Then um, no. we're going to no, call no. it. We're going to call it for this episode. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy.